26 Nations finishes and Wales seniors end their summer campaign this weekend. Time to look forward by looking back on the Welsh Rugby Union podcast. about what the under-20s have taken from their Six Nations campaign shortly. But first, Wales drew their opening game against a near-full-strength Argentina, and coach Wayne Pavak still feels confident enough to make seven changes for the second match at the Principality Stadium. So what's his thinking? Players that have trained well, it's the last opportunity for us to have a look at them against quality opposition. So uh, we always plan to get as many as a group out there as we could. But we've learned a lot in this last four weeks. So for some of them now, it's putting that into the, the acid test, if you like, against a, a Tier 1 nation. Good start for Gareth Thomas. Uh, what's impressed you since he's come on a couple of times? He's impressed us all season long, really, with his, the work he's been doing at the Ospreys. And you know he's a genuine big man. So he's got the profile we're looking for. He's um, got a lot of rugby in him outside of the set piece. He understands the game well. He's good at the breakdown. You saw that last weekend. So... Look, we want to see him start in a match to learn as much as we can because we've got, obviously, a lot of players coming back. I think it's about 27 players at the moment, either away with the Lions or injured or unavailable, that have played Test Rugby in the past. So a great opportunity for him. Tommy Rogers as well, the Jared uh, Evanses of the world, to start a Test match of this quality and to be given roles where um, you know they're expected to deliver. So we'll learn a lot. You know, It's going to give us, hopefully, more depth for the future. The halfbacks impressed when they came on as replacements last week. They start this weekend. What are you looking for from them? Yeah, more of the same, really. We want to be able to make good decisions in terms of what we do with the ball, and uh, we want to be able to stress their defence. So I think um, both those players had strong games when they came on. So we're always going to mix and match with the halves, to be honest, from the first game to this game. So uh, that's exactly what we've done. And Josh Turnbull, a first start for three years, yeah, sort of the other end of the scale. Uh, a good reward for what he's done over the last few weeks? Yeah, look, it is. And, and again, it's opportunities are created through misfortune for others, through injury and obviously selection for the Lions. And Josh has worked hard in, in club rugby over the last few years. And um, as it's turned out, he's played in each match and he's come on early in the, in the last two matches. So again, with Aaron out, it presents an opportunity for him. And Josh is uh, really looking forward to it. It's going to be a big test, big challenge. And I think the weather is going to play a big part as well. In a long season, Wayne, it's finally finishing now. Uh, how would you assess it and what would it be like to finish with a win? It has been a long season. It's been different. It's been one where uh, it's been new to all of us, obviously, uh, with COVID and the changes we've had to make and we've had to adapt a lot. And we talk about that within camp. That autumn series feels like it was years ago, to be honest. On reflection, I think after the weekend, it'll be a season where... We're very, very happy that we've been able to win the Six Nations, but also do a lot of development work uh, throughout the autumn and, and the summer series, which is, bodes well for the future, we hope, in terms of building depth. And we saw at the last World Cup, you are going to get injuries and you have to have players with experience coming in. And you know, if we can get players with 10, 15, 20 test matches under their belt from the last World Cup to this one coming, then that'll serve a purpose, obviously. And just ask you about Alan Wynne-Jones, Wayne. It'll be three weeks since he dislocated his shoulder to be on the bench for the Lions. Just with your role, with Wales' role, when did it sort of become obvious that he might have a chance and he'd sort of be training with you to try and get back out there to South Africa? Yeah, well, I had the initial conversation with Al. He was very, very disappointed, obviously, in getting the injury in the first place and having to come home. And then I didn't speak to him for some time afterwards when, obviously, the medical people had had a look at the scan and decided that he could recover without surgery and that he could recover reasonably quickly if he did certain things. And 
So once that conversation uh, was had between the two medical teams and I was involved in that, the doors were open and Al came in. He's worked his socks off as he always does and he showed that with his knee injury after the autumn series, how diligent he is on his rehab. So it wasn't surprising for us that uh, he was given a, a window of opportunity and he's taken it. He certainly trained well on Tuesday in both sessions, so showed us that he, he's good to go and that was relayed medical team to medical team and he's is where he is and we're very pleased for him. We have two sessions on a Tuesday. The morning session is a unit session, so forwards are separate from the backs. And we go through our scrums. We go through our line-out, so there's full lifting, full range of movement in the shoulder there in a lifting capacity, lifting big men. Um, there's also being lifted and coming down to the ground and, and mauling. We had defensive mauls with the ball, without the ball, and that was full-on. We, we referee that. So he's come through that. He's come through our pick-and-go scenarios in the goal line um, attack and defence. He's trained fully in team v team, so uh, he's been tackled and, and uh, made tackles. So, you know, there's nothing else he could do uh, to prove his fitness. On you and Lloyd, I think he's probably the, the one fit guy who's been with you from the start in who won't see action. What's he been up to over the last few weeks and perhaps just touch on why he maybe hasn't had an opportunity? Yeah, as I said, we were going to try to get as many of the boys out there as we could and uh, he's been one of the unfortunate ones, but look, there's as many learnings for some of these young guys in the training environment as there is in playing games. And he's had a full month with us again, following on from the autumn series where there were a lot of learnings for him. He's 19 years of age and he's not the finished product and he's learning and he's developing. And so at this stage, we think the right place for him is to be in the squad and to continue that process. And he'll be going home back to Pat Lamb and, and Bristol with some messages coach to coach, and the player will take messages back from the whole coaching group, the areas of the game of his game that uh, he needs to keep working on. And a lot of it is, is simply, he's 19, he'll benefit from more work in the gym, more conditioning work, and he, he will get better and better as a player. At the other end of experience is hooker Elliot D. He was left out of the initial squad last autumn, but has been first choice this summer. So what did he make of the opening game against Argentina? There was definitely some frustration in the changing room. And that's something we're focusing on this week now to uh, not leave any points out there and put our best performance out on the field. Montoya, the captain, he's, he's quite good. You know, he's, he's a very good player, isn't he? How did you enjoy your battle with him? Yeah, it was good to play against him again. Great player, uh, strong in the set piece. It was a good battle and I think Argentina were good. They were, they were physical up front. No, it was just great to be out there and um, playing in a, in a great test match. Are you going to run a starts as well, Elliot? Are you enjoying that sort of role? Yeah, massively enjoying it. It's nice to be out there starting, obviously being behind Ken in, uh, in the Six Nations and for a number of years. So it's just nice to get out there and try and show what I can do and I'm really enjoying it. To win a series this weekend, to finish off a very long season, what would that mean to the squad? Yeah, it'd be massive. It's been a lot of hard work pouring over the last five weeks and previous campaigns. Like you said, it's been a long, tough season and that's something we spoke about, about getting the win and and capping it off, it has been tough, but I'm I'm sure a win uh, they'll make it all worth it in the end. Wayne Pivak, you know, leaves players out or down the pecking order, and then brings you back in. And he, Adam Beers is the obvious example of someone who's who's now with the Lions, who's gone from completely outside the squad. When that happens to you, when you were down the pecking order a bit with Wayne, what did he say to you, and how encouraging was he in what could be a, a situation where you get a bit worried? Yeah, certainly um, looking back at the autumn, it was tough not to get uh, picked straight away in the, in the squad. I think after 
being comfortable or or being picked sometimes you you might stop doing the the little one percenters and it was it made me sort of refocus and sit down and evaluate what I what I wanted from uh, my career and from the game so no it was it was good for me it was a good uh, kick up the backside and made me really think where do I want to go and how far do I want to go and uh, how much work I need to keep putting in week on week to uh, together so yes yeah, it's, uh, it's all an experience and that was probably a, a tough experience but it's turned out to be a, a good one you did then get involved in the squad back in the autumn but were you aware of the situation and, and what you had to do I would say I was aware that I probably wasn't playing my best rugby of my career I was aware of probably I was in and around the mix I was doing okay but not sort of putting my hand up every week to get picked there was no way did I think I was nailed on to get picked so I, I knew there was things I had to work on it was a bad experience it turned out to be a good one in the end just made me like I said think about how hard I need to work week on week or or not to look too far ahead I think sometimes when when you're always getting picked or you're always there you sort of stop working day to day and maybe miss those sort of one percent little things and it, it just made me refocus really it certainly worked and made me have a long hard think about what I needed to work on and how I could improve and come back stronger. What's it been like after having Alan win back in camp? Oh, it's been a good lift for the boys. When you see Al rock up the training and he's still the most keen and um, still the first to every drill and gives absolutely everything, it's, it's always going to be a lift. He's a model professional and there's no surprise that he's done what he's done in the game just from the way he leads by actions and the way he goes about the place. So, no, it's been uh, brilliant to see Al back in training and um, wish him all the best back out on on that tour. The person in the squad who knows Alan Wynne-Jones best is defence coach Gethin Jenkins. However, he started by talking about the challenge of the second game against Argentina. Another chance for us to get out there and play the same opposition. We know everything that they're about, but it's a big challenge for this group. You know, it's probably... um, a lot of players who played on the weekend who hadn't experienced uh, that intensity and that pressure that they did. So it's an, a chance for them to get another hit out and you know work out for themselves, really, in some parts of it. How have you viewed this group working with a few new faces, getting this summer? How have you enjoyed it? How, how have they impressed you? Oh, it's been tough. It's almost a little bit like a reset, you know, from North Wales onwards. Building with a group with a lot of new boys who haven't been involved in this environment. It's been challenging, but no, I've enjoyed it, as all the other coaches are. And, you know, we just want to go out on the weekend and put a you know, one final good performance in. Alan Wynn been training with you. Nice to see him back. Yeah, he's blowing out there a bit this morning. It's quite hot. But no, it's good to see him in amongst the environment. I've played with him. I know the professional he is and I know the standards he sets. So it's a tough pill to swallow not to go on that tour on that, that Sunday after the, the Japan game. So, you know, has been Ali. He's probably done his work in private, his rehab and stuff to make sure he's in the best possible shape he can be when he, he comes in to obviously complete these few days. Prop Gareth Thomas is making his first start for Wales this weekend after being one of the stars of Wales Under-20s a few years ago. So how's he looking forward to it? It's going to be a special day and um, really looking forward to it. Just having a start, this uh, gives me a little bit more opportunity, time on the field and to hopefully show more of what I can do. Uh, just in terms of that start, I mean, how different is it starting and then sort of coming off the bench as you've managed in the last couple of games? I feel better to start, get more opportunities... Uh, I feel when you come off a bench, you, it's, it's hard not to chase stuff and look for too much to do. So hopefully come out firing on, uh, on Saturday with a start and um, get a good win against the team we drew against last weekend. 
You're coming in for Nicky Smith. Rodri Jones is on the bench. Three Ospreys, loose heads in the squad. It's quite competitive down there at the moment. It just shows the good work that Duncan and Toby Booth have done since they've come in. Not just a scrum, but in every every way. I think Boothy has done a great job in all aspects, really. And just uh, Dunk's really concentrated on the scrum this year. And it shows how, how dominant we've been all season with three of us here. Junior age levels, you were one of the pillars, literally, of, of the side. It's taken you a while to come through. It's really difficult for a prop between sort of 20, 24, 25 to develop at that period. Is there anything you look back on and think could have been done differently, other people could have done differently? Yeah, like, like in the 20s, it was a real strong, strong year. But at the Scarlets to start with in academy, and um, they let me go. Ospreys um, picked me up and tried to regather there and... There's um, a lot of competition. There's been loose head Ospreys with um, Paul James, Duncan, you know, Nicky's there, Rodri's there. So it's all international loose heads. It's been there. I've been having to to work and trying to get my position and play and get an opportunity. But um, it's taken us a bit of time. But I'm more of a player that I am now because of that fighting for position. I think that's what's um, really good about the Ospreys is the depth of um, in all positions we've got. The way I've been brought up and into into the system is, um, especially now, is scrum stuff we're doing with with Duncan and the Ospreys is um, is good for the young boys coming through as well. We get to mix and match with who we scrum against, and for the young boys, it's really good learning, and for us as well, it's trying to share a bit of knowledge with them as well. Which is an interesting take on it all. Behind the scrum, Nick Tompkins is back in the centre after a season where he's played for both Saracens and Dragons. Yeah, that was a bit tough because it's like you have to, you're trying to buy into a, a culture and, and get to know the boys. And it was limited because I was with the Wales team. So I was coming in and out of that as well and trying to help them do as much as they can and learn their what, what they're about. And then I was pretty much, it was pretty quick and it was it was pretty sudden for me to go back to Saris um, and then try and help them win a championship and, and get back into the Prem. So it was, it's been fun, but it's been it's been pretty tough. I can't imagine that's helped you on the field. How would you assess how you've gone, maybe? Because I think it would not be natural if it, it didn't help your performances, kind of all this to and fro in. Yeah, it was tough. I mean, I went through, I think over the, the, the Autumn International and stuff, I had some family troubles. And then Six Nations, I, I, had, uh, I had, again, some family issues. And being away, Dragons, and having to be in a bubble was really, I, I found it really tough personally. Um, and I didn't cope with it very well. And I think I needed that a bit of adjustment period there were things I wish I, I played better maybe for Dragons and definitely coming back after Covid and playing for Wales I think it was a bit of a stumbling block but I, at, towards the end of the Six Nations I was really really happy with my fitness and how I felt obviously I had the injury to the shoulder which was another setback but after coming back from Dragons back to Saris, maybe it was a case of feeling more at home or seeing some familiar faces I've been there for nearly 10 years so it, it makes a difference and in the Championship playing with Saris, playing with the, the Lions boys I, I've I think is I've got back to the level where I think I'm at and playing the best rugby I've I've been. So I've really enjoyed these last two Welsh games um, when I've got on and the camp's been good. I've been going well. So it, it has been tough. It's been really rough. I mean, there's been some moments where it's I've you know you question um, your ability and things, but it's it's been a good learning curve. You know, we're going to see a better Nick Tompkins in the next year or two once these things have kind of you've got a solid base. Yeah, I hope so. <laughs> you you got to just, it's a peaks and troughs, isn't it? And you just got to manage that and, and keep yourself level-headed. And uh, I, I, look, I'm giving my all. I'm training as hard as I can, be the best person I can be. And outcomes, the games, you can be wonderful, you can be bad. It's not, it's just however you train and how long you stick with it, I think is the important thing.
how good has it been for Nye Owen for him to come into camp to experience this? Because you will have seen his progress. I've developed a really good relationship with Nye, and it was it was honestly a pleasure going there. I got to know him pretty well, and and he's one of the nicest kids I've ever met. And he just he's he's such a sponge. I said to him now, I said like I think you could take this as far as you want. Like you, the sky's the limits. You can be. And I I, I sent him a text after I left Dragons. I said, I'm expecting to see you in that Wales squad. And I'm so pleased he's here because he just really will learn so much from all of the players and helps me. He's nice, he's a friendly kid and I get on really well with him. So I'm, I'm just so pleased for him. And, and I, I would say to the people, just keep watching out for him because he's going to be quick and he's, he's I don't want to put too much pressure on him, but he can be, he can be unbelievable. His handling and his touch and feel for a game is brilliant for a young player I've seen. And then lastly, it's just that work rate and his willingness to work hard. He, He's willing to listen, but he's, he's there to just work hard and enjoy it. And he's always asking me questions, which is brilliant. I love it. Because both him and Ben, they've sort of taken every challenge put in front of them. They just keep putting bits together, don't they? Learning and learning. And that's good attributes to have. So. Oh, yeah. Because you, you can have some kids who, who come in, they, they're a bit arrogant or they're, or they're a bit too shy and stuff. But not, not these lads. These, they're First and foremost, they're really good boys but they've got a good work ethic and they've got a good feel to it. And they've got that, that bit of X factor that you like. So you, you just get some more details put in place and more experience and you just like, they're going to be brilliant, hopefully to from for years to come. So it's exciting. It's exciting to be involved with because it's nice to, you try and part some wisdom if you have any to these lads, especially Naren. And hopefully you, it's nice to be involved with a part of that journey. Can I just ask you a little bit how you look back on coming into the Wales setup initially, you know, because it was a bit crazy, wasn't it? You know, not many people kind of knew ahead of your call after that was going to happen. And, you know, you played four of those games. Is there anything you'd change or are you quite happy with, with how that all went? No, I'm, I look back with a, such a, a fondness of that time. Like everything was so new. There was a crowd, thank God. And it was just like, I, I remember that, that Italy game is just one of the best memories of my life, really. And it just solidified what a good decision I've made. I should have, I hope I should have made it sooner if I had the chance. But um, yeah, I look at it just, just with such fondness. Um, it was a bit of a whirlwind, but it was, it was, it was brilliant. You're listening to the Welsh Rugby Union podcast. Naren Owen is someone who's emerging from the Wales age grade system, of course. So. What are the latest crop? They finished their Six Nations campaign in Cardiff with a win against Scotland. Afterwards, Graham Gillespie spoke to coach Johan Cunningham. Johan, how's the heart rate after that performance tonight? <laughs> yeah, it's quite high actually. It was, uh, it was one of those games where you, they put the coaches through uh, through a lot, but um, delighted to come away with a victory. The boys thoroughly deserved a lot of hard work on it. Plenty of tries, yellow cards, red cards. That's what I had everything tonight, didn't it? Yeah, it did. But credit to the boys, again, we've shown a lot of spirit and heart through this campaign and shone through at the end there to keep fighting with 14 men. And how important was it for the lads to come away with the win to finish the campaign on a winning note? Yeah, massive, you know, so many of these boys back next year and if their last memories in a winning a game in the Welsh shirt, it's a good platform to start again next year. Is there any update on Carrick? Well, we're pleased to see him walking around, speaking to the boys, so that's the first thing and uh, he looks okay, so he'll be checked and monitored with the medical team, but uh, no, thankfully he's up walking about. Overall, how do you look back on the campaign? There's been massive strides made in learning from these young players, understanding what it takes to win and the discipline side of things, uh, giving away those penalties, kind of how it affects territory at this level. So that's one massive learning curve. Also, when we've got sides on the hook, we, get, we leave them off and understanding that. And I think there's so many coming back next year. If we can just build on this, 
it holds us in good stead. And how important was it tonight? Near the end, it was getting quite frenetic. You had someone like San Cristallo just to calm things down. Ah, oh, superb. He's been excellent uh, all campaign. Just maturity at this level. Great to have him involved, and, and he's been uh, exceptional for us and uh, helped us a lot. Yeah. And were there any players tonight who you thought particularly stood out for you? I thought Evan was great. Hooker, you know, was really good. I thought Zach Janini did well when he came on. Evan Lloyd at eight as well. He was really, really physical. And obviously Sam controlled it well. And Ethan at nine, key moments, kicked the ball. So yeah, please him. So overall, you're pretty optimistic uh, looking ahead to next year? Oh, 100%. The key is now what happens after this and we build towards next year's Six Nations. Graham also caught up with captain Alex Mann. So Alex, it's been a long time coming, but you got your second victory tonight as captain. How good does that feel? Uh, it's a massive feeling. We talked all week. Uh, we wanted to finish on a high. Uh, and we said like we had glimpses of um, putting good forms together. And I'm so glad, like we spoke before the game, that we needed to dig into each other and knowledge each other down. And there's certainly the boys done that today. It was a strange old game. Watching from the sideline, it had a bit of everything. Yellow card, red card, uh, loads of tries. What was it like to play in? Oh, really intense. Uh, it's always going to be hard the last game of the tournament. But like I said, we, we dug in, we found something, and we just worked really hard for each other, and that's all we can ask. It's a strange old country. Wales, when you kicked off, it was sun shining and raining at the same time. Yeah, standard Wales uh, when we come out. We saw the kitchen sink it, um, and we couldn't do much more. So we're going to sit back, uh, relax now, and just enjoy the victory. Your first campaign as captain. Now you've had, what, five games back behind you. How do you look back on those games? Oh, massive learning experience uh, for myself to get better. That's what I want to do is get better every game, every session. So it's been a huge experience, even a year early. So hopefully um, I get in next year and we can go again. And as you know, there's a lot of boys coming back next year. How important was it to finish this round with a win to go into next year with this behind you? Huge, because the feeling of the win uh, will carry us in to uh, train in and prep for it. So that's massive um, and hopefully we win every game. Yeah, one or two boys that really stood up tonight. I thought Ivan Daniel was exceptional at hooker. Yeah, no, Ev's always uh, really good. Uh, he gives everything, um, and that's what we love. Same as all the other boys. Uh, so Ev could have a good game. We all just dug in. The team effort, but yeah, Ev was uh, brilliant too. And obviously, uh, near the end, it was getting pretty frantic. They were throwing the kitchen sink at you guys. How important was it to have someone like Sam Costello who could just, you know, put his boot on the ball, calm things down? Yeah, of course, Sam, uh, he's really good at that. Um, we know we can trust him. Whatever he does, he puts us in good positions. Um, I can't speak highly enough of him. So as us forwards, the dream uh, playing behind him, or in front of him, as I say, because he knows he does all the right things. Man of the match, Chef and Daniel also spoke to Graham. Ivan, you must be delighted to finish off on a high note like that. We work all week. Boys are really, you know, pull their socks into this, and I'm really proud of them all. I think we deserve nothing less. You know, we're a really tight group, and, and we really work for each other and come away where we wanted. It's a strange old game. Had loads of tries, yellow cards, red cards, injury to Paul Carrick. How do you come through something like that? Look, we're a tight group, as everyone will tell you, and um, I think that's what walked through. You know, we had great spirit, great art, and, and we really dug in and gritted it out. And I think that really makes us tight and, you know, it gives us that edge that we want and edge going into next season. Now. And you yourself had a storming game. You spoke earlier in the week that you actually started your days as a, uh, a flanker at a show tonight when you uh, had some storming uh, runs off the back of the lines um, and line outs. Yeah, you know, it, it does help me a lot in my game. It gives me that fitness, gives me that bit of edge that um, normally, you know, front rowers have. But, Again, I'm so proud of the boys. I mean, cast off credit and I'm up there. Dude. How important is it? There are a lot of the boys, about 16, I think, are coming back next year. How important was it to finish this campaign with a win? So coming back next year, they've got that to look back on. Yeah, it gives us brilliant confidence. It gives us a lot of positives out coming into next season. I think we prepped really well. I feel the boys now are going to go away, play, play some senior rugby, really bring on in their game individually and as a team, and we come back nicely stronger than ever.
Two of the players to make a mark in different ways were back rower Chris Junza and prop Cameron Jones. Again, both speaking to Graham Gillespie. So guys, what was it like to come away with the win and finish the campaign on a winning note? It was good, you know, we, we put in a lot of hard work during training and it's just nice to see it all being rewarded, especially in the last game. The boys stuck in it and we all fought for each other there. So it was just good to come away with a the win there. And how have you enjoyed the campaign, switching to the, to the back row from second row? To the man of born, looks like you're in natural. <laughs> It's been good, it's been good. Just a bit quicker, but I Chiefs, I've been training in and out of there, so it's nothing new. Just blessed to play whatever position I get. And how important was it for the lads who are coming back next year to finish this campaign on a winning note, so you've got something positive to look at when you it's come back next year? It's very important to go on this one. Easy, you know? Yeah, yeah, really important. Well, it just gives us a little boost going into next year, and I will finish this campaign on a win. Yeah. Everyone's heads high, ready to come back in in February. Yeah. You've had to wait a long time during the, this campaign to get on with the pitch. What was it like to finally come off? Oh, well, got my first start, really, just super surreal, like, goosebumps. Yeah. Week building up to it, just couldn't believe it was happening, really. So overall, how do you think, as a group, that you'll look back on this campaign? You've got two wins. It's been a special campaign, really, to stay in the hotel together. And, like, I think the bonds we built together are bigger than we would if we weren't here. Yeah. I think all the boys are just really close to that group of boys, and we're really enjoying it. Chris? The most important part of this campaign has just been learning from the win and then the loss and then the loss and it's just learning, constant learning and how we can get better and grow as a team and work for each other. I think that's been the most important factor of this squad so far, just the learning and we are a young side so this has been amazing for us and we'll get it next year, we'll go again with everything we've learnt this year really. Because the All Blacks, they always say that you learn more after you've lost a game. Do you think that's true? Yeah, 100%. Every time we lose, I feel like the boys get closer and closer. Every time we've taken a loss, we've taken that as a lesson. And the boys are just getting closer and closer and we stick together. And not once did we drop our heads. Mm. Overall, you optimistic uh, for next season for the lads? Oh, yeah, of course, definitely. I think, well, most of us are back next year. Mm. And every game we've been progressing, we've been playing better and better every game. So I think, why not? We, we could win it next year. Okay. And you've finished fourth. So obviously, you'd like to finish higher, but you're happy to finish fourth? Happy. Taking a lot of lessons there. Mm. So... All we can do now is go back analysis and learn to come back strong next year. So a lot of that squad will be back in under-20s action next season, but some are certainly ready to make a mark at higher levels. That's it for this week's Welsh Rugby Union podcast. Plenty of reaction to the Wales-Argentina series next week, but until then, goodbye.